Hello, hello, hello. This is 3D or 2D.com's The 3D Show. It came from the third dimension. Put on your 3D glasses now. 3D glasses not included. And if you're wondering what the 3Ds are in The 3D Show, well, they stand for discussion, debate, and the news. I will not be talking about Disney ruined Star Wars. And or 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 the beers but we will probably talk about avengers and mario i do hope you enjoyed the show the show get it editor's note so i'm not sure exactly what happened when we're recording this but uh my audio seemed to go really high and then fix itself and jake's audio seemed to be going in and out and sometimes be too low. I did the best that I could to try to fix the audio. So, sorry. But yeah, I just want to give you that heads up before we get started. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to episode 116 of the 3D Show. I'm Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. Jacob. Hi, everybody. And John. Hey, everyone. And uh, this is going to be the, the quote-unquote last episode, per se, of the Death 3D show. Uh, we're going to have a memorial one where we talk about the website, talk about memories and such. That's going to be separate. This is going to be the last for real numbered one. So 116 is it. Um, and for the last time, uh, when was this podcast recorded? John, current date and time, please. Today is Sunday, April 16th at 2.05 Eastern. 2023. 2023. Yes, sir. So, some news may have uh, changed by the time you listen to this. Uh, we try to edit this and post this as soon as we can, but it's inevitable that things will change be time <laughs> between release and uh, time that we record. So, all right. So, we got a whole bunch of stuff happened since the last time we recorded. And um, we got a whole bunch of trailers. So, I will... Um, let Classic Jack decide the first thing you want to talk about. I guess let's talk about some of the trailers first. Okay. Which specific one do you want to go for first? Um, I guess Migration. Alright, um, so this is a new trailer that came out from Illumination, uh, right the same day as Mario came a release, and actually got in front of Mario, and it is a 3D release, I'm pretty sure. Um, yes. So, this, uh, this trailer didn't do anything for me. What about y'all? <laughs> I mean, it's just a teaser, so it's hard to say. It looks interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can could, I could barely remember the name, so it's a on me. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Adolf. It did it did nothing to make an impression with me, but maybe that was because it was a teaser trailer. Yeah, but I've had teaser trailers <laughs> decades later. Yeah, like that that teaser for uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. You know, even Back to the Future teaser trailer, well, that was great. <laughs> I mean, this was kind of like I have. I had I had to rack my brain just to even remember the name of this movie. I was surprised it came to me that fast when Adolf said, "Pick <laughs> Jake." Yeah, the title needs some kind of 
something in there to make it a little bit more snazzy, more, you know, but I guess that's what they got. Um, yeah. So just in case you don't, haven't seen this, it's um, a new Illumination movie, animated movie, about ducks that are flying, and um, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they look like mallards. Um, I'm not a duck enthusiast, but they do remind me a little bit of Daffy. Um, uh, I don't know anything about ducks that much, so then um, I guess there's a scene where it rains and they hide, and there's like a crane or something, but it seems um, we don't know anything about this, so it's kind of weird that they tease this with other characters before we get in even a little bit, so like we don't know what the plot is, we don't know anything about migration, and uh, I guess y'all don't have much to say about it, do ya? <laughs> no. No, I, I, I think uh, it's a wait to see what happens with that one. Yep. You know, maybe it'll be a simple journey, you know, movie where you follow the birds that they're migrating and it's all about survival and, you know, they have to survive here and survive there and it's just a, a simple story with simple characters and there's no big thought. Maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. Yeah, that's Illumination in a nutshell. Yeah. But with movie tickets being starting at around fifteen bucks these days, do you really want to spend it? Right. On ducks. <laughs> yeah. Now I saw the trailer in front of a Mario, but it wasn't in three D. Did anyone see this trailer in three D? No. I mean, flying does usually look really great in three D. So uh, you know how the Trainer Dragon movies are great examples of that. Yeah, Illumination usually does great 3D in general. So, we'll see. Um, but I feel like they got to give a, a better, you know, when they do a real trailer, they got to give us something. You know, some if it's just the danger story, okay. But give us something there. All right. Uh, John, what trailer do you want to talk about next? Well, I think the best thing that I've seen trailer-wise over the last couple months, and there's been two different ones, has been the Spider Verse trailer. Yes. Um, I saw I saw the new one, uh, or if you want to call it the second trailer, in front of Dungeons and Dragons, and that movie looks so good. The tra- not, both trailers had you know there were some things that were the same, but it gave you a little bit more. Still not clear on exactly what the story is going to be, which is always a great sign for the trailer when it's that that great, and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. So uh, that could be the movie of the summer, quite frankly. It looks so good. It just uh, uh, the trailer kind of has me perplexed because they mentioned a line of Doctor Strange opening the multiverse. So is the animated Spider-Man movies in the MCU timeline? Yeah, and and in uh, Doctor Strange, they kind when he was kind of blasting through places, they showed animated type places, so he could very yeah. well be part of that, which is yeah. kind of cool because. It, it ties it together, but it doesn't make it that you have to link them together, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And, and which is what I'm, I'm reading they're doing anyway with, with Fox, um, Venom, and all that stuff. They're, they're basically just going to be a different multiverse in the overall uh, MCU, so to speak. So, uh, right. uh, but, but visually, uh, it's, it's not only the most original-looking animated movie. Um, that's been out in such a long time. It just the the pacing, just the style, just so good. 
Yeah, the art style is gorgeous. Absolutely stunningly beautiful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's been copied though, starting to at least. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gonna have an effect on animation. Uh, trust, especially when it's won one Oscar. And I'm, when I saw this uh, teaser, I'm like going, uh, yeah, this thing just threw down the gauntlet and they says we won a second Oscar for best animation. Uh, movie. No, that's going to go to Trolls 3. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Trolls 3. We'll get to Trolls 3. <laughs> um, Alright, so I guess another thing about Spider-Verse, uh, across the Spider-Verse, uh, correct, um, they do have, I guess it's like one of the Spider-Man is angry at, I guess, Miles because potentially he wants to save his dad and uh, I guess, you know, having... Uh, a loved one die is a pivotal moment in each spider person's life and, and something. Yeah. Um, I got that impression. I actually saw the Indian version of this trailer, which had a couple seconds of extra content. I don't know if y'all saw it. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Um, basi- <laughs> basically, the Indian trailer has the dad, the shots of the dad, and then shots of Miles trying to save the dad. So mm. that's the impression I got that maybe um, that was not in the U.S. trailer. The U.S. trailer had more focus on like other stuff with them, just them being in high school and that experience. Um, so just, you know, the international traders usually have a little bit of extra stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I really like the fact that I, that I quite honestly don't know. You know, um, I, I don't know where it's going to go, and that that has me want to go watch it even more. Let alone the animation. So. We do oh, got definitely. we do got a new new villain here, the Spot, which actually is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> when when the food started falling out of him, it was, uh, it was funny. Yeah, it's just a great shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not necessarily a big Spider-Man character, but it's perfect for animation. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I never even heard of this character. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah new, new to me too. <laughs> And, and by the way, by the way, I will. And maybe you guys talked about it. and I wasn't part of it, but I will give a shout out to the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it, it's 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 a fun time. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I re- man, that's a missed opportunity for three D. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Um, what else happening in that trailer? Um, they do have the pointing meme, and um, it's kind of <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's kind of game played out now. <laughs> So, ice for me. And then you have, it's, it's pretty self-aware and having a lot of, ref, you know, jokes like that. Especially the jokes with the Spider-Man and um, the therapy session. So, yeah, it, it looks good. Definitely looks good. Um, I have no idea if it's 3D yet. No, I haven't seen anything one way or another yet. I mean, it is Sony, so Sony usually is pretty good about 3D. And, uh, you know, obviously another thing about Sony trailers is we all know it, that uh, Morbius, you know, lied to us, and um, this may lie to us too. We may have more to it, and we may have other things going on here, you know, that are not in the actual movie. All right, so Jacob, what do you want to talk about next? What trailer? <laughs> Since I mentioned it earlier, why not Trolls Three? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this Trolls movie, um, I guess it's a get the band together again. I think it is, or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a Blues Brothers without the Blues Brothers. Yep. No mission from God either. Yeah. 
<laughs> no Aretha uh, <Rachel> Franklin. <laughs> no Ray Charles. Yeah. This was God. Uh, why? Why? But I mean, because it, it, it was a hit on streaming during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. animation don't have to be in the same room. That's why <laughs> through COVID, mm-hmm. all you could animate. But it does look like it's well animated, and the seed with the uh, where they're grooving too much or whatever that was, where it goes to 2D animation, looks great. But everything else is bad. <laughs> yeah, it looks really basic. Uh, Trolls Band Together is the official title, and um, Poppy discovers that one of her brothers is part of a boy band, and of course, you know, the boy bands here, Jesse Timberlake, and um, it, it's it's pretty basic kind of story here. Oh. Like they completely forgot about the whole other trolls that were in the first trolls movie. <laughs> God, I don't even remember the first trolls movie. Oh no, I don't either. Um, I mean, it, it definitely is colorful and pretty, and this. Um, hopefully, uh, Mario will still be number one animated movie because uh, trolls made a ton of money, a ton of money. So. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, Illumination usually makes a ton of money, and uh, this this part is going to make a bank when it comes out near Christmas time, I think it is, right? Yeah, like uh, November, November. So. Yeah, November 17th, so it's like right before Thanksgiving, but it's still going to be oh, in the yeah. theaters for the Christmas time. So this mm-hmm. is going to be one of those movies that are going to be top five for like a month or two. Ugh. <laughs> Um, yeah, this, this does look bad. It does look bad. Um, um, it looks stupid. It looks basic. Um, you know, your fun pop music, you know, hey, 90s references, whatever. Um, animation-wise, it, like you said, it does look very pretty. And then the, the scene where the, they, uh, just say it, they get high and get trip. That looks pretty yeah. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I mean, if the, if they have more trips like that, that may be pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, it'll probably be one and done. Yeah, um, meh, meh, meh. I mean, it's it's the second movie is very historical importance because of you know coming out anyway um, uh, instead of COVID and still being a huge hit for you know everyone renting it for twenty dollars at home. You know, people rented that no problem. Um, oh yeah, and. Yeah, it was. I, I reviewed this for patrons, and uh, it, it was it was okay, barely. <laughs> it was. I, I didn't hate it. It's just eh, all right. It, it, at a time of where content was lacking, it was it felt that filled the need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it made money because parents need to keep their kids busy. Quite all frankly, because right. they were locked at home. Yeah. Um, so yeah. to, to, to think you're going to get the same return, you know, three years later when the world's completely changed again is kind of hard to believe. But a yeah. kid's movie during a holiday, it'll probably make bank. Yeah, it's true. I guess if not, if there's nothing against it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, but old comfort, we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we won't be reviewing this shit. Shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, maybe something happens and there's a... Yeah, this is the real reason why we're getting rid of the podcast. 
<laughs> we couldn't couldn't take another trolls movie. No, please yeah. don't go. <laughs> <laughs> trolls verse Hotel Transylvania. Oh, uh. <laughs> minions. No, uh, that's a preview for the upcoming uh, last episode of the Rememberable 3D show. We're going to have some uh, some best and worst talks of the movies, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be quite crazy. But, um, yeah, this looks, you know, at least it's confirmed to be 3D. It's going to be pretty 3D, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But um, I don't think anyone, one of us, are going to watch it in 3D or what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I am, just for the 3D aspect. I'm a masochist. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you buy it on Blu-ray just like you do it for every other movie, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, just teasing you, Jacob. Uh, no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> How many total 3D Blu-rays you got? Like 300 now? 303, I think. Dang. <laughs> Jake, did you get, uh, did you get, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever yet? Not yet. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's my most recent too, yeah. I'm so far behind because these um, Japanese ones at 100 bucks a pop are kind of killing me. I know. it's. I got to sneak them into the house. Thank, thank you, bonuses. Tax money. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we got another trailer here. Now, it's a DC property, and it's a movie that we thought was uh, gone. Like, not gone-gone, but like, we had never heard anything about it. It's, it's supposed to be coming out, and, you know, we're like, okay, I guess it's coming out in 2023, we'll see. And uh, we finally got the teacher trailer for it, and actually, I think it looks good. The Blue Beetle. I thought it was yeah. supposed to be Batgirl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I thought visually it looked it looked solid. I just don't know that I'm on board for another uh, superhero movie with a general how he got power story. Same old, same old. Yeah, this one just seems like uh, Iron Man, but with a Latino cast. Yeah, and it it looks like it could have been on HBO Max, and you wouldn't have thought twice about it. That's funny. Yeah. It was supposed to be an HBO Max exclusive until they said, hey, theatrical. Yeah. So, I, visually it looked nice, but I just, I don't know. It just looks like stuff we've all seen, unfortunately, numerous times recently. I mean, yeah. what's what's the point of it if if they're rebooting the DCU, so... Trying to, trying to get back some money you put into it, probably nothing, nothing more than that, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, James hasn't taken over officially. He's al- it's already like everybody's like bored. Now, um, the thing with this also, I think, is interesting that this is after the Flash, so this is coming out in August, I think it is. So, yes. um, this actually is supposed to, you know, I guess not reference the Flash, but it takes place after the events of the Flash, I guess. So they mentioned Batman. They mentioned yeah, Batman. They, they do. But which 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 Batman are they referencing? Yeah. I mean, they say it's a, he's a, a fascist. So I mean, which one is a fascist, John? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I mean, when you when I compare that trailer to like the Flash, 
the flash felt very theatrical. There felt like there were even stakes in the trailer and stuff where blue to be blue beetle just seemed like he was going through the paces. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. And uh, the Blue Beetle is an interesting property because it's not directly related to DC, but they bought it uh, years ago, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Another one of their uh, purchases. Um, and uh, it, was, it was one of those... At one time, Blue Beetle was one of the most popular characters in America. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. He had a very... The character had a very, very popular radio show. Oh, wow, we're going that far back for Blue Beetle, huh? Yeah, yeah, Frank, actor Frank Lovejoy, but, uh, you know, Dan Garrett, the Blue Beetle. So, Jacob, though, you remember when uh, Blue Beetle was in that run of Justice League, Justice League, like, international, when... Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite run of, of, of Gale. So, so the only thing I could see happening in the future is they keep talking about booster gold and booster gold, blue beetle could be something where I could see James Gunn do similar to like a suicide squad or something. Uh, but, I of it. Uh, beetle are awesome together. Yeah. So I just, I just don't know if that's getting in the weeds too thick with, with superheroes, but he, he pulled it off with guardians of the galaxy and general public didn't know them either. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thought they missed an opportunity that they should have had um, Alan Tudyk and um, Nathan Fillion play Booster and Beetle. I think they're probably too old now, but well, and they they, they already have the base right with didn't they didn't in um, the uh, Wonder Woman eighty four didn't they talk about Maxwell Lord? Wasn't that the character in that? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that that's a direct tie into Booster Gold. So. The groundwork is there, at least as far as the comics go. I just don't know if if they're willing to go that deep. Yeah, I mean, as I imagine, when the first uh, DC movie comes out, they're going to announce rebooting the the DC. I mean, that just seems to be the way things are going at Warner Brothers. Yeah, well, the first one he's doing is Superman, so that basically is rebooting the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Janelle rebooted again. Ugh. Now, uh, the Blue Beetle is uh, you know older uh, character. Um, it's not exactly like Iron Man, but a lot of there's there are some kind of things that are interesting. Um, you know, there's a scarab from Egypt, and different people have had the title of the Blue Beetle over the mm-hmm. eons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, three. I'm still mad about the whole thing what they did with Ted Cord. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's everybody was like, "Let's destroy Ditko's uh, versions of everything." It's a little bit like a combination of you know Iron Man plus uh, Moon Knight, and you know the some of the Egyptian kind of mystical system. Okay, yeah, a lot of that's uh, reason. But I, but um, like the Ted Cord uh, Blue Beetle always struck me as being a cross between uh, Batman and Spider Man. Mm. Yeah, you know, billionaire who's a lighthearted, likes to have fun and his gadgets. Yeah, he <laughs> was he 
He could work on stuff like Tony Stark, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Batman did, too, though. Yeah. Bruce yeah. Wayne did. Yeah, because yeah, Blue Beetle had his, like, little hover. Because, uh, oh, God, I'm trying to remember um, in the Watchmen, the, uh, the name of the analog character. Night Owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they had to change the... Yeah, and then they uh, trashed the... Yeah, they let Alan Moore use the Charlton characters, but then they turned around and trashed them worse than any that they uh, more characters. All right. So, are you guys excited for this, or, or interested at least, or meh? Uh, yeah, interested. I'll probably eventually see it. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, superhero. No matter what anybody does, and I think superheroes are kind of aren't the big aren't the new hot thing anymore. I think I think video game adaptions have kind of taken place of uh, the interest in superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Mario, that and Dragon. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely happy for the rep- representation and having a Hispanic, you know, filled movie with a, car- a superhero. That's exciting for me, you know, interesting. It looks okay. It looks fun. It looks basic. But it's just why does George Lopez have to be in it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Reyes is an interesting spin on uh, Blue Beetle, and God, if I remember correctly, I think he was in the the character was in Young Justice animated series. It's been so long since I've seen any of those, and I haven't seen the newest version of it. Alright, uh, let's keep going here. Um, so, we finally got the full trailer for Elemental, and um, Jacob, I think you nailed this on the head, uh, where you hit this on the head of the nail, or whatever that term is, because it really looks super cliche. Like, they're using every single you know, kind of thing about uh, elements and having it, you know, guess who's coming to dinner? And it's just, ugh. For me, this turned me off on the movie. (laughs) I mean, it still looks interestingly cute and well animated, so I hope it's not as bad as uh, Lightyear is. (laughs) Or was. John, what are your thoughts on uh, Elemental Full Trader? Yeah, I mean, uh, vi- much like Blue Beetle, I thought visually it looked it looked great, um, typical P- Pixar, but in a good way. But the story, yeah, it just seemed like a lot of cliche, and you know, may- maybe they can pull it off that it's a an inside out that it has a lot of heart and a good story. But it just feels like a lot of the Pixar stuff lately just doesn't doesn't hit both categories of adults and youth like they were able to. Um, this one didn't, didn't do it for me. Sometimes I see that Pixar stuff and man, I'm, I'm bought in regardless of, of having kids or anything like that. But this one, this one didn't hit any of the buttons for me. Jake, classic Jake, what are your thoughts on the trailer? I just, when I was watching this trailer, I I just kept thinking about the emoji. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Sort of. 
just because they're using every, taking all the low hanging fruit, all you know, all the basic cliches, all the let's have every single kind of you know film student one hundred and one you know element jokes here, and it's just oh, it's just grating to yeah. watch. So only thing is a poo emoji. <laughs> I mean, well, that, that's that's the that's the uh, the grass creatures in the movie. Yeah. Mm. I mean, earth, it's, earth, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's an earth thing, right? But that could be, you know, <laughs> part of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how this might be a good. It looks like a good short. I don't know how they can make a whole length movie with all of these jokes in there. It's just it's so. It, for me, I just could not stand this. I was like, "Stop it!" I, 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 <laughs> I, the trailer it was too much, and it's like you know, just they even had a fart joke in the trailer for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's just kind of ugh. No, I'm not interested. Uh, less interested, and maybe not. Maybe uh, maybe Pixar is going downhill. I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, John Lasseter. Yes, he is a predator, but. He had something there with his storytelling, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last few Pixar movies, um, Lightyear was... Media- was I-, I liked it, but I don't love it. Uh, Turning Red, the same thing. A-, a lot of people love that movie, but I-, I think it's really good, but not great. And Luca was really good, too. But the last one that really hit it out of the park, I don't know if it's just because it hit on Christmas and during 2020, but Soul was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like Soul. Yeah. But then Onward was just kind of, okay, it's good. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, kinda, yeah, it was there. It was okay. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it was yeah. the last movie I'd is seen there, before the pandemic. <laughs> it yeah, it's a... God, but hey. It, Onward's the last Pixar released in, in 3D Blu-ray as well, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sad because turning red and Luca would look really pretty in 3D and some parts of the soul could look great in 3D oh yeah so we'll see what happens in June um, but I'm not I, um, I could probably wait to watch this on Disney Plus at home now <laughs> yeah alright um, now, me and Jake have talked about this for the patrons, but um, we're going to give y'all a chance to talk about this. Um, other animated movie um, from uh, this, um, Illumination, I guess? No, yeah. Uh, Ruby Gillian, um, Teenage Kraken. Um, I think this is DreamWorks. DreamWorks, DreamWorks, yeah. Um, I, me and Jake really liked it. Uh, John, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I I have to uh, pass. I did not see that one. Okay. Uh, it, I, I love the take of an evil aerial, like the visual style and all. <laughs> I just I love I love the concept of Ursula not being a bad person, even though it's clearly not Ursula, but it's Ursula being like I'm just misunderstood. <laughs> and this looked really pretty in three D. Oh yeah, I mean DreamWorks films usually are. I mean. Puss in Boots 2, fantastic. You know, just all their films are, are fantastic in 3D for the most part. And it looks original and different. And um, Jacob, you have anything else? Or Classic Jake, do you have anything else you want to mention? <coughs> no? Okay. Uh, I thought 
this was just like whenever I first see the title, I thought it was a uh, uh, God. What's his name? Uh, the, the director. Uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, uh, ah, uh, I, th- I thought it was a film about him. Of uh, the guy who did. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, what did he do? Uh, uh, Bear Munchausen, 12 Monkeys. Uh, oh, Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. I thought it was a Terry Gilliam film. <laughs> like, cause, uh, I see the name, like, oh, is that a Terry Gilliam? <laughs> but Tracy Gilliam. <laughs> mm. um, so, John, just for you knowing, and everyone else uh, listening that don't know, uh, Ruby Gillian is a, a teenage kraken, and she's uh, trying to live her life pretending to be a human. And there are mermaids um, that are evil, and um, they are trying to stop, um, uh, I guess, uh, Ruby from being just existing. And it's uh, the mermaids are evil in this, and the kraken is good. And you get to learn about krakens and how they live in their life. What uh? What studio is putting that out? I'm not sure how I missed that trailer. DreamWorks. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, I'll look it up. I apologize. I missed that. Yeah. It just you blink and you miss this trailer. It just vanished. But it definitely looks original and different. And like I don't see anything like it before. So I, I'm definitely game for this. And yeah. Uh, 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 Jacob, you and I have watched. Uh, uh, John, have you ever watched? Have you watched Second uh, Puss in Boots or no? Uh, I've seen the first one. I didn't see the new one. No. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. I, I was on that on that when you guys were reviewing it, and I just haven't caught up to it yet. Um. So yeah, if that's a if DreamWorks has proven itself way worth it with that one at least. That's that's. Oh fit. yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, next up, uh, me and Jake. Talked about this already, but we'll give uh, everyone a chance to talk about it a little more as well. We got a, a new Little Mermaid trailer. Um, this is uh, the full trailer for Disney's live-action Little Mermaid. This looks beautiful. John, what are your thoughts? Well, I have mixed feelings. Um, I, I have mixed feelings just on all the the live-action remakes in general, kind of. Um, so I don't, I don't desire for them. There's nothing for me wanting to see these movies remade because. Most of the ones they're doing now are just outstanding animated films, which I love as is. That being said, it does look amazing. I think it's beautifully shot. So I'll I'll probably end up seeing it. Uh, I think the trailer is really good. I guess it's just a sign of our age. And I I know we're all four of us, we have different ages. But I think, you know, for a young generation – they're going to be much more appealed to this than they are probably that old 2D animation anyway. So I guess it is a good thing that they're remaking them and making them look so spectacular. But I'll check it out, but I'd probably really rather just watch the animated movie. Yeah, it's just... Uh, I, I, I don't... I mean, I know why Disney does it, but you, you figure that they would listen to the people who watch these movies and they'll be like, why are they keep remaking them? Quit doing it. It's obviously because they make money. <laughs> but are they real? Uh, it doesn't matter if they're good. They make a billion dollars each. <laughs> yeah. Like Lion yeah. King, awful. Cinderella was actually pretty decent. But uh, Beauty and the Beast, not really good. Milan was one of the worst movies of all time. 
unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, the the thing I think that's the most telling is all the ones you just listed, I've watched all of them. I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate any of them, but I've never gone back and watched them again. Like, there's yeah. no... You don't feel driven to go back and rewatch them. And even if... Where I think even the animated ones, even as a, a, a grown adult, they there's something appealing to them, whether it's the music or just the beauty of the animation. And these live-action films just don't carry that. I mean, no. Um, I would love them to go back and reanimate because they really cut corners. Like Jungle Book and Little Mermaid, if these movies have any serious flaws, it's the past corner-cutting animation they did on those movies. And there were several Disney movies in a certain time period they uh, really cut corners on. And I would love to see them well, animate. Uh, well, I mean, well, they, they had to for Sleeping Beauty because Sleeping Beauty was a big flop and it was cheaper to just copy and paste. Yeah. I mean, heck, if, they're, and if they really want to, you know, do live action of their animated movies, I mean, Black Cauldron. That probably... didn't make money. <laughs> That's why they haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually recently watched Black Cauldron, and I thought it was just kind of okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Jake, why you love it so much, but not for me. Well, it's not my absolute favorite, but of that time period, it is of of Disney. Um, it's not perfect. It's one I would really like if they got to if they got to remake stuff. I think it's one they should remake. I think they. I think they should remake for that time period. They should remake uh, Oliver and Company because that one was actually pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, they could do a lot with all the the dogs and everything now with with uh, CG. CG and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, um, back onto this. I actually saw this trailer in three D in front of Mario, and it was gorgeous in three D. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that, it wasn't in 3D, but the trailer was still stunning. Yeah, I mean, I saw it in 3D in front of Mario and in the theater, and I was like, this is, wow, uh, this is fantastic. Yeah, I see the teaser in 3D uh, in front of a couple movies, and it does look fantastic, and that's probably going to be the best aspect, is great 3D, the movie is awful. So, um, I, I'm interested because of the 3D, and it, it looks pretty, um... I think my biggest complaint about the first trailer was that it was so darkly lit, but um, they have plenty of bright, colorful shots in here in the um, in the new trailer, so I'm game. Um, now, obviously, if you're going to remake some movies, uh, we'll get to another remake uh, that Disney's doing that I, I really have to question, but if they're going to make remakes, then they should remake some of the worser movies, and, you know, why yes. not give them a chance to shine? Because, you know, I, I feel like Treasure Planet and... Atlantis are both lesser movies. They're not great, but remake that. That could look great in in, in live action and give them, you know, punch up the storyline for both of them. Yeah, yeah. remake uh, Chicken Little or I don't know something Mar similar. Well, to Jake's point with Black Cauldron, I mean that's kind of if you already have the story in place, can you not you know revamp it and, and actually bring it to times that would make some money for a change? I don't know, but. No, but because this is like that. We'll get more money with the property that's already popular. Yeah. 
I would love to see Treasure Planet, though. I, I do like that. Yeah. I like to see Disney remake Strange Worlds because <laughs> it, it lost a lot of money like Treasure Planet, and it has potential. It's just, yeah. was it a great movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting now. Alright, Jake, you were cutting out. What were you saying? That they're gonna a live uh, remake of Buzz Lightyear. Uh. <laughs> they seem to want to recycle things. It's They're not even gonna wait a year now, probably. Now, The Nightmare Before Christmas, that would be really weird to see that in live action. That might be too scary for... <laughs> I mean, technically it is live action, but not really. No. <laughs> it's just, it's not a good movie. Uh, controversial opinion. It's just music's no, I, I, but the story itself. Oh, well, the music's awesome. The story, not so much. I'm, I'll agree with that. And oh, the animation is beautiful as well. But yeah, yeah, Henry Seven. Yeah. Um, now, okay. Since we're here, I'll go ahead and mention it. Um, we got a confirmation of another live action remake that is happening. Uh, <sighs> Moana. Uh, no. Oh. No. Um, first of all, I love Moana. I gave it a 10 out of 10 editor's choice. Love the animated movie. Beautiful 3D. Great movie. Great songs. Love that. It's way too soon for that to be a live action. Well, yeah, uh, not even 10 years. Well, I'm guessing Black Adam must have bombed harder than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The Rock's going back to where he thinks he's got a guarantee, but I don't, I don't know that he does. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of losing his luster a little bit, especially with some of the behind-the-scenes stories of him, like, with contracts and stuff. It's starting to be like, yeah, maybe The Rock is not the greatest guy to have in movies. Yeah, the, 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 divas, the diva has started to show. Yeah, yeah and it's unfortunate, because I, I like The Rock as, as like, an actor, but... I, th- I think uh, John Cena is probably going to supplant that because he's actually a legit, really good actor. <laughs> yeah, the diva aspect that John said is definitely part of that because it's just the whole thing with Black Adam and, and having a fit with DC and it just turned me off on him. Period. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of makes me even think about with him and the Fast and Furious movies is is that partially diva related? I mean, I, I kind of was with Vin Diesel, but... What about The Rock, you know? <laughs> I mean, if they, if they want to remake something that is... <laughs> now, this is a controversial take. I mean, they could definitely make this into a good movie, uh, Song of the South. That's a movie that they could remake and actually <laughs> Jeez. Uh, um, have, you know, be, well, be decent on them. <laughs> the, they'll get so, on the news, that's for sure. So is, is Uncle Remus going to be played by a white person in this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, if they want to make, you know, remake old movies, well, that one, you know, you can make that into, make it into a good movie, make it into something that's worth watching again, you know, make these things yeah. that are old, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that make it. Yeah, first of all, why don't they just ditch the whole plantation thing, get a Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and just have them, Uncle Remus's Tales, instead of having the whole damn plantation that nobody gives a crap about. Yeah, like I don't really need the. I like the Rooster Cats, but I don't need that to be a live action. I don't. You know, they're not going to gain anything. The Rescuers might be cool. Um, you yes. know, the in three D in live I action. Already Aristocats live action. It's called Cats. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, how'd that do for you? <laughs> Beautiful. Like, I mean, Lilo and Stitch doesn't need to be live action. It's just infuriating. Yeah. I mean, most of them made a billion dollars, so that's why they keep making them. And, um, and most of them, they either are make a huge bank or they're kind of flops. Like, you know, the Peach Dragon was kind of a flop, the new one. But that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it seems the, the ones of parents uh, that are actually decent that parents don't want to bark their kids in front of to babysit them. Yeah, it's just like that was a legit good movie. And like uh, the original movie was not that great, but it was like a say live action with animated elements. And they just made it better. And Disney's afraid of that because it didn't make money. Now, uh, Jacob, you you know, you're almost the same age as me. How about some uh, classic 90s cartoons remade into live action, like Dog? Or, um... <laughs> <laughs> How do you pull off <laughs> Recess, you know? Why Why do we not have a live action Star Blazers or live action th- uh, Thundercats? That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thundercats would be too sexy. <laughs> Oh, it's, that that could be awesome. Oh my gosh. I would take Snarf out of it, but other than that, that would be awesome. Snarf. I mean, uh, I can just imagine how sexualized those things will be. <laughs> those cats. <laughs> no, no, they, they would take it out and people would be mad because <laughs> animal not sexy for me anymore. Yeah, I mean, like He-Man. I mean, how did you make that? <laughs> oh, wait, they did. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> make it make it like a D&D movie and make it fun. Um, look, if Disney owns some of the uh, stu- uh, Studio Ghibli stuff, yeah, make a Howl's Moving Castle into a live action. That would be pretty cool. That would be badass. Uh, Spirit Away, yeah, do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Or I can see Disney when the uh, when uh, Mickey Mouse uh, lapses into the public domain, live action uh, uh, Mickey Mouse. Mm. Oh, make it make it Winnie the Pooh horror movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mickey Mouse, what honey? <laughs> so you know, like this live action stuff. It's like they're trying to cash in on your nostalgia, but they're so worried about making sure that they're doing it for today's times, that it's too different from what you saw, that it loses the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they're going to do it, do it something like the Chip and Dale's movie from last year, where it was actually fun and made fun of itself, but also stayed relatively faithful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like the Little Mermaid, like, I, I don't care what she looks like, but the fact is it doesn't look anything like the cartoon that you're trying to get the nostalgia from. So it, it changes the property and I'm not saying that's good or bad. Um, but it, but you're not going to get the people that grew up on that coming out. Like you would say, I mean, like if you watch Picard right now, I mean, that's what everyone is talking about. How awesome that last episode was because of this nostalgia factor of taking you back to when you watch that show, but it's exactly the same. They haven't changed it. Episode nine. Of season, episode nine of season three specifically. Right, right, exactly. Um, 
Wait, and Picard's actually good now? Yeah, season Picard, three. Season three is awesome. <laughs> season wow. three is some of the best science fiction TV I've ever watched. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you don't don't watch the first two seasons. You don't need to. I mean, you know? it's, there's some good stuff in season one, but season two is mostly trash. But yeah. Yeah, but they, they don't. There's there's one character in season three that you won't know who she is if you haven't watched the other ones. But other than that, you you can start it and you're fine, and it's awesome. Um, okay. But yeah. but but it plays on the nostalgia in in a well balanced, well written, perfect way. It builds and, on it. Yes, and and I think Disney's trying to do that with these live actions, but they're so so vested into changing it for today's times. That they lose that, and it's a it's a sacrifice, and I think I, I, it doesn't match up. At least that's my my assessment yeah, of it. The message that uh, we think of animation is lesser than. Yeah, right, it's, and it's not, you know. Yeah, especially since the animated versions of these are better overall. Yeah, right. I mean. You know, I was going to do a whole podcast about this, Disney remake this podcast, and, you know, you're kind of giving this podcast into the 3D show 116, so I'm not, you know, upset. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what which ones have worked for y'all? Um, I would say the Jungle Book is better. The live action one is better than the original. I love it, except for the music. The music's not as good, but the rest of the movie yeah. is way better. It's gorgeous, and it's well done. What uh, unfortunately, I, John Favreau couldn't make lightning uh, in a bottle I, twice. <laughs> I liked Aladdin more than I liked the Aladdin. Other than that, Robin. Robin, Thing is, I thought it was a bad story. They got rid of a lot of the racist tropes. Yeah, yeah. Jafar is way worse though in the live action than he was in animation. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know that Lion King is really live action. It it basically is just a, a a CGI. Animated yeah. movie, uh-huh. you know, and yeah, there, but, there's literally one shot that's a live action. That's the beginning with the sun. That's it. But yeah, yeah. it's it's uh-huh. just a soulless movie, though. That's not, yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't. It's not if I don't think it's awful, but when you compare it to the animated, there, there's no comparison. The animated is so much better. Now I it's actually just, really it, love the the Beauty and the Beast. I actually really like it a lot. So. Eh. Emma Watson is kind of a wet rag with uh, with Belle, but yeah, the movie's okay. But like, I have a feeling that Melissa McCarthy is going to ruin the Little Mermaid for me because <laughs> of her Ursula. Yeah, I think. Is everybody there? Yeah. Okay. I think Beauty and the Beast looks visually nice, and I enjoyed it. But I, I agree. I don't. I don't know that Emma Watson was the best casting choice um, uh, for that. She uh, she doesn't have like that that spunk. Uh, that Bell had in the, in the animated one, um, for whatever reason. I don't know if that was by design or just how she is, but certainly can't sing. But... <laughs> no, no, right? Yeah, I mean that's the other thing you can't you can't trade out actual singers for uh, for the for the singing part like you can in the animated ones. But right, um, the Maleficent movies are good. I liked both of them. Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. Like more like prequels to uh, Sleeping Beauty than anything. Yeah, see, I would rather, I'd rather see that where they where they, they have a, almost a spinoff or something that they do rather than trying to replicate what they already did. Yeah, like uh, Cruella. 
Cruella was fun. Yeah, Cruella was really good. I will, I will defend that one to my. I really love Cruella. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, look at the actress though. She's you know she's she's really good. So that helps. Now the Pinocchio yeah. movie that came out last year that was horrific. <laughs> well, I only watched the good one. I watched the Guillermo del Toro one, which well, is really you fun. Watch the Polly Shore one. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the Game of the Turtle one as well, but it's so depressing. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it's him, so it is dark. Yes, but uh, yeah. and yeah, uh, tell me, is there is there any uh, woman making love to a fish monster in this Pinocchio? Uh, and the new one or the, <laughs> with the and Disney the, one? In no. the Guillermo del Toro one? No, uh, unfortunately, yeah. no. <laughs> no, but <laughs> really like that. <laughs> no, but. Uh, uh, Go, go ahead, Jake. Uh, Jake. Well, there is a whale in this monstro, so he could go there. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of death. Uh, I don't want to spoil that uh, movie, but uh, Pinocchio dies multiple times, and it's quite disturbing. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's a spoiler, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> how he dies is this, how they, the interesting parts. But yeah, that, that movie, the the anime, the stop motion animation of that movie though is so amazing. Oh it's yeah, 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 gorgeous, gorgeous. Now we already said Mulan. Mulan is terrible, so that that definitely was not a good remake. Um, we're gonna get a new one this summer, or actually two weeks. The uh, Pan and uh, Peter Pan and Wendy that looks okay. I've never even seen a trailer for it. Yeah, I saw one. I saw one teaser trailer. That was it. Yeah, and it wasn't. Long ago, when we had a 3D uh, Peter Pan movie called Pan, yeah, with Hugh Jackman, I like that movie. Well, let's, yeah. let's not talk about that one. <laughs> I like it a lot. It was actually pretty good yeah. for me. Visually, yes, but eh. um, I guess the the Addison through the oh Addison Wonderland movies are terrible too. <laughs> uh, eh, yeah, visually they're cool, but uh. yeah, I mean. I mean, Bert did the same thing with Dumbo, right? Like, visually, it looks pretty amazing, but story-wise... Oh, I mean, yeah, I've never seen Dumbo, but... I can't make a, a two-hour movie out of a source material that's barely an hour long. Uh, that, was, that was good, but not great. It's it's like a six, you know. Um, it, it's... Okay. I guess it's some of the question here. Is, is it missing the point? Because animation gained respect because of the excellent quality. They couldn't do a live action. They had to do it. And, you know, Disney really helped to make animation be respected here. And having these live action movies, it kind of diminishes the original by, you know, having these re- be released. What do you guys think? I mean, yes. Because, like, with animation, you, you have years. You have to do it years to meticulously cut down excess fat to get uh, the art just right, to get everything perfect, or as a live-action movie, about a year or two, most. And, you know, you, you can't... So far, you can't give animals emotions like you can in um, the animation, the, the 2D, the traditional animation. You know, the Lion King animals, they didn't have any emotion to them. They, they just looked soulless. So that's a big yeah. negative. Yeah, yeah make, making it realistic is a big detriment to the, the, the art form, to the story. Yeah, well, he is sort of blurring the line between live and anime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they pretty much any any Disney animated that's based around animals is is going to be just another animated movie, just updated. Yeah. Um, so, and the ones, and I think that's probably why something like Beauty and the Beast works better because the the things that are 
CG are inanimate objects anyway. Um, Except for the bees, but that makes sense. Yeah, right. So it's not something you you would walk outside and see anyway. But um, but yeah, anything with uh, even the Jungle Book, I agree that wasn't bad. But I, I recall even the the snake not looking the best, and um, yeah. I mean, the making of a new Hercules, what's coming up soon, I guess, is another thing that we can talk about with those. Uh, Hercules is supposed to come out, which, I like Hercules, but it's not great. Um, but that that could be actually pretty decent live-action remake. Yeah. God, uh, didn't have terrible live-action Hercules movies in 3D in the last yeah. 10 years? Yeah, in 2013, we had two 3D Hercules movies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jake, you don't consider the Hercules New York with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Strong, correct, sorry. That to be a classic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't have, it's not in 3D. I don't have to pay any attention to it. Hey, the, the Hercules with The Rock, um, I, I won't speak to the movie, but the 3D Blu-ray is really good. Yeah. All right. The, the other, the other one was not so good. I mean, have you guys seen the Hercules New York? It really is terrible. <laughs> yes, it is bad. Uh-huh. Um. So okay, what else? Oh, making the second Lion King with Mufasa, which ugh, why? Yeah. No, terrible. Um, making a second Aladdin, which I think actually has potential. The, those Aladdin sequels are actually pretty decent. Yes. Uh, Hunchback is going to get us a, a, a remake, which, um, I don't, I'm not that a big fan, but it could work. I love the, uh, I love the animated movie. There's so many incredible live-action versions of the Hunchback for Dom. Yeah. So, good luck. so, good luck with that. Now, I guess the obvious question is, are they going to redo the, the Pixar next? Because, uh, oh, God. that's going to be interesting. I was our earlier in the podcast I was joking about they're going to do a live action Buzz Lightyear now if they did a live action Incredibles with Brad Bird directing it could work yeah mm-hmm. I mean yeah. it basically is a really good Fantastic Four family movie <laughs> yeah I'm surprised they haven't hired Brad Bird to direct any MCU movies but like how do you do a live action Cars <laughs> Oh God! I don't want to think about that. Yeah, wait. Well, he... <laughs> I mean, I mean, wasn't there a car talking movie back in the seventies called like Derby or something? Oh, and uh, Barry Van Dyke did uh, My Mother the Car TV show. Yeah. <laughs> well, Herbie, Herbie was just Herbie. Like, yeah, he was. He didn't talk. <laughs> he he just communicated with like beeps and light flashes and stuff. A very endearing and beautiful, cute character, also ironically done by Disney. The, the, the love bug, yeah. If you want talking, you just gotta go watch Knight Rider. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, a bug's life, would they get actual insects? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the CGI up to snuff to do that right now, maybe? I don't know, but that looked really weird. <laughs> or they just uh, kill bugs? Uh, and, and just pep, pep at him. Oh. oh, I'm sure Peta will love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know eventually Toy Story is going to get remade. 
and probably do a live uh, action version. It has to happen. Uh, uh, no. I think I think you're going to see part five before that. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the the brave would be totally basic, and, and but it would work. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that yeah, great. Could, yeah. No, and they could do the they could do the bear well now and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Coco might be kind of disturbing to see in live action, though. <laughs> <laughs> and its soul would be really kind of sad. <laughs> uh, you, you, you can't really remake, do a live action remake of the good dinosaur. Right. So we're safe <laughs> there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Up would be interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, since the house still stands in real life. Yeah. Yeah, you got all the dogs, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the aerial okay. battle. Well, there we go. We got a podcast recorded here for that. Uh, I can edit this out. And <laughs> <laughs> you can break this as an individual podcast. All right. Let's keep going here with uh, Disney news. Uh, there's a major firing. Um, who was that classic Jake who got fired from Disney? I didn't think he was fired yet. I just thought Hold they on. were discussing. Uh, Jonathan Major. Uh, no, no, no. No, he's talking about Ike. Yeah. Ike. Oh, uh, I've already, I've already moved on about Ike Putterman. God, I hated that man. Was anybody, <laughs> there was anybody that deserved firing. Oh, it was even better than being fired. He was laid off like a common, uh, low-wage slave, which made it even better. So, what did Mr... Putterman do, exactly. Oh, he was just a money guy who uh, had a lot of antiquated ideas. Him and, um, Eager. he thought he knew better than Kevin Feige. Uh, he's the reason why, I mean, I blame any lack of success with the Black Widow movie solely on his shoulders. He destroyed the Inhumans with help of Scott Buck. And he made but, uh, it difficult for the Marvel TV shows to connect to each other, the movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, he really affected their merchandising. He um, ruined the comics. Because he's the reason why the Fantastic Four ceased publishing for a while. Mm-hmm. He even tried, he even tried to have uh, X-Men comics uh, canceled. But I mean, they sold... John, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, the class, Jake, I mean, I, aren't we basically seeing, uh, uh, you know, Bob Iger just cleaning up everything that, that Chapek let go to, to a mess? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from from the stuff with Marvel and Star Wars to Lightyear, Strange World, and regardless of the reasons, that those are all losers, like big losers, dollar-wise, as, long as, as well as things at the park yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, he's... They're cleaning house to right the ship, um, and we're going to get some movies and stuff here that, unfortunately, were too far gone to change, I think, until you start seeing fresh stuff that that doesn't have that that look to it. Uh, Thankfully, Secret Invasion looks actually good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so hopefully hopefully we're on the right direction, but... Oh, and, and so the stuff wasn't... And then there was stuff that was pretty good. And good that should have made money and didn't, I mean, because Chapek, I mean, was um, what was um, pity wise, pound foolish. Yeah, 
and uh, and then when he let then when Kapik let DeSantis push Disney around, I think between that and saying that animation was kid stuff, I think sealed his fate. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I think Little Mermaid will make will make a a, a good ton of money because I think it'll really appeal to uh, to young to young girls, but. I would not shock me if like a lot of these live action stuff we're talking about go away uh, because they're so. they're just not making they're just not making the money. I mean, they both Star Wars and Marvel did the same thing. They just said, oh, we're going to do all this. And now they're all tightening it down and saying, you know what, if we don't have the quality, we just can't we can't invest this kind of dollars into things that don't produce. And yeah. I think I, that'll be part of it, too. Just cannibalizing their own product. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we don't know about uh, Majors yet. Um, I think that story is developing still. There's more things going on with him. And... Uh, yeah, I think after Alan Horn fired James Gunn, and that cre- basically they uh, that became the secret origin story for the next head of DC, their d- distinguished competition. So I don't think they they want to see how things shake out before they drop the hammer or or embrace it uh, because uh, right now who knows what's going on uh, I mean there's people coming out saying all this stuff but I'm like going I'm kind of skeptical because I'm like going I mean uh, I'm only my only familiarity I saw him in the movie Hostels and a few other movies and Lovecraft Country so to me, I haven't followed his career very long. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, this these charges are disturbing, but I wasn't there. I don't know. Uh, it's Disney's decision what they're going to do if they keep him. Fine, they don't. I hope they cast with somebody really good because he's a really good actor, and it would suck to have a lesser actor play the king. Um. But it is what it is. But I don't blame them for not jumping the gun again. You know, sorry about the pun. But I mean, I don't think they want to repeat the situation. Yeah, um, I mean, there's. I guess it's uh, what happened exactly is uh, kind of hazy uh, to be allegedly. Like, yeah, allegedly, Majors had some domestic abuse with his girlfriend or wife or something, but apparently they recanted, and the story is much big, it's smaller than people were reported, and it's not that big a deal or something, and uh, it's kind of been, I haven't read that much about it. John, do you know more about this or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right on. A lot of it, I mean, it's all alleged, and it's been hazy what's been in the news and what can you, depending on what news you listen to, read, whatever, you'll hear different things, mm-hmm. but... Um, he's a charismatic actor, both in Marvel movies and other, uh, I watched him recently in devotion. I don't know if you guys saw that, um, pretty solid movie, um, him and, um, Glenn Powell from, uh, Maverick are in that. It's, it's another airplane movie, but based on a real character, he plays a real, uh, African-American, um, fighter pilot, but, um, good film. He's good in it, but I think they're going to have to make a decision soon. And it's either you're in for you're in all the way or you got to recast him because too much lies ahead over the next five to seven years with the Avenger movies that are going to be make or break Marvel, in my opinion. Um, 
you know, and if if he's if he's anywhere at all still questionable by then, they're probably going to have to recast because how can you go into those movies that are going to be the biggest if, of this decade for Marvel and have a questionable lead villain? Yeah. Um, I mean, just, if if DC could have uh, Ezra Miller still on board as the Flash after all the crap that he's done, yeah, Jonathan Majors is like a tiny drop in that bucket. Yeah, well, I'm not saying they should or shouldn't, but I, I mean, I to me, I don't think Flash is on the radar of general pop culture like Marvel Avenger no. movies are. You know what I mean? No. And, and right. the next, the next two, he's he's a key factor in them. Now, I don't know if he's in the new Loki season. My guess is he pops up somewhere. But uh, thankfully for Marvel, Ant Man didn't do very well. And although Jonathan Majors, I thought was great in it, it didn't perform well. Yeah, it didn't perform to their standard. So to recast him probably isn't a no pun major issue. Um, it's <laughs> it's it's more about the timing that they almost have to do it now. And then if they do it now, and all this stuff proves to not be true, well now now they have a black spot for firing somebody who didn't deserve to be fired, if not maybe a legal issue. You know, so yeah. so they're in a it's, tough spot. It's probably. It, uh, I mean, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Yep, yep, you're but, exactly right. But but the timing of it is too too coincidental with like with Creed three and Ant Man three, which which you know both fairly big movies, and then that's when the story breaks. So coincidental? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, this whole situation a lot of what went down with the movie Birth of a Nation. Yes, not not the not the nineteen something one, but like twenty seventeen yeah. version, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, my get my 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 belief is Marvel is going to just stay quiet until they're at the point where they either go go have to film the the, the Avenger movies, and depending where it lies, then they'll they'll make their decision. They'll just have to live with it one way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they have some time to play with this because we're yeah, not they gonna, do. We don't. Uh, the next, you know, thing is going to be some TV shows. We have Guardians Three, which has no connection to at least that we know of. Uh, we, you know, no connection to uh, King the Conqueror. Um, then Secret Invasion sometime this summer that has probably no connection to King, not that I know of. Uh, the Marvels doesn't look like it has connection to that either, and you know, just keep going down the list. Echo probably not. Loki season two absolutely, but we'll see how that works out. That's gonna you know, like you said, Ironheart probably not. Um, Agatha Covenant of Chaos probably not. Daredevil probably not. Uh, Captain America New World Order probably not. Thunderbolts probably not. Blade probably not. Deadpool three probably not. Maybe I don't know. So uh, it's going to be a while before we ha- like, you have to make a decision. A couple years, you know. Yeah. And by then, it probably you know know the whole story and like you you know. Yeah, uh, and to be crass, I'm I'm sure Disney's sitting around seeing how the Ezra Miller situation shakes out. Like mm-hmm. the Flash, big Disney may go, hey, uh, this bad publicity is hurting box office. I mean, they for kind of shook by, I mean, the whole Trump thing. I mean, talk about a guy who got so much bad publicity and was elected, well, selected president. 
but he got enough of a vote with electoral college kicked in. But then he lost the election. Well, bad publicity so, is good publicity, no matter yeah. how you spend it. Yeah, I mean, Kardashian proved that old pattern day in and day out. I mean, it's probably to their benefit that Ant-Man wasn't a blockbuster. And quite frankly, Creed, Creed 3... I mean, it, it had a big first weekend, second weekend, then it just kind of dropped off. I mean, those weren't huge movies, summer movie-style movies. It no, probably I mean, but, to their but benefit but that it was. It was huge. I mean, it's the second highest grossing Rocky movie. But, yeah. I mean, for, for, for a movie released in March, I mean, that's fairly massive. I mean, and it wasn't a high-budget movie either, so it's already profited quite a bit. Yeah, I, I meant just in the, in the lexicon of society, like, Oh when, yeah, you know when Avengers makes you know 1.5 billion, you know lots of lots and lots of people are seeing it. It's on every TV show, and and Creed is like that. But after three weeks, it kind of goes away. Those other movies are making billions. They're around for months sometimes. Well, with, so. with, with, the, with the Rocky movies, it's like traditionally in the long run where. Well, yeah, they they get more popular over time. You know, like the first Creed movie still gets talked about. Even Creed yeah. gets talked about pretty well. With a lot of the MCU, it's like they they you know they do make a lot of money, but nobody has really talked about Black Widow or Eternals or most of them. Like No Way mm-hmm. Home is the most recent one that people still talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's a that's a one point five billion dollar movie or whatever it made. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 1.9. Yeah, it's not quite the zeitgeist. You know, I guess, you know, a good way of saying it. You know, not quite. You know, people are not talking about Creed 3 anymore. You know, it made good money, but it's not part of it. I think they will, though, in the long run. Like, the fan base is still there. You know, Rocky is an almost 50 year old franchise, whereas MCU's barely 15. Yeah. But Rocky's not even. and, And whether Rocky was in it, he wasn't in it. Whether that will hurt or help in the long run, I don't know. But yeah, I I don't know. It's I, my guess is by the end of this summer we'll know what they're doing with Jonathan Majors because things will be moving along. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe they, they can yeah. Kind of get film uh, the two Avengers movies because that they come out what twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they got to be starting. I would think later this year or towards the end of it. They got to yeah. get pre production ready, all that stuff. Get the yeah. CGI all nice and great. Yeah, they might start maybe actual to next year, but maybe they have to make the decision probably this year though. You know, right? Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. My, my prediction, I guess, you know, not a prediction show, but I definitely think they'll just keep them and just move on. And the story probably people will probably forget about it in two three months, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's keep going here. So we got a whole bunch of uh, DreamWorks news. Um, we got Shrek Five is, is being coming out, and it's going to have the original cast and is a reboot somehow. Um, I wasn't excited about Shrek Five until I saw uh, Puss in Boots Two, and yeah, I, I'm hundred percent hyped now. Um, what about you, John and Jacob? No, I uh, mean I didn't see the Puss in Boots, so maybe that's hurting my interest. Um, I liked the original Shrek and, and I guess the second one when they came out, you know, 20 years ago or whenever it was, but I, I'm ready to move on to something new. Um, um not live action Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh God. 
I mean, I, I still love Eddie Murphy, and he's done some things in the recent years that have been really good. I'd much rather see him in a something original and different than just doing yeah. the donkey again. Um, I mean, Shrek 5, though, it's like, hopefully, maybe they'll get the directors of the Puss in Boots 2 movie, and maybe they'll just make it really good, because the last two weren't that great. Yeah. The Puss, uh, Shrek 3 and 4. Shrek 3 is terrible. Yes. Shrek 4 is good, yeah. but you're not yeah. great. You know, it peaked on 2, and then went down, yes. and then came back a little bit. But yeah, um, I mean, it, I love the animation style. If they keep the animation style of uh, Puss in Boots 2, that was a gorgeous movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell, what kind of story they could do. Are the kids grown up now, or, or what's going on with that? You know, I don't know. Do they still yeah. have kids? It, you know, if it, it's going to be a reboot, is it going to be you're going to have uh, Lord Vakwad again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people kind of underestimate how how revolutionary Shrek One was. It really oh, yeah. was a huge deal when it came out, and it like just revolutionized and it, it made a big deal. People, you know, have memes about Shrek, but. It was a big deal to have a, a new animated franchise that was huge and made fun of Disney and was enjoyable. So, and then, then it made then it became a parody of itself. Yeah, kind of put me through the second movie because I'm not a huge fan of the second movie. A lot of people love it, but I don't know the first one's still the best one. And then the third one and the fourth one it just became parodies of themselves. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um. That's, we got a Secret Life of Pets 3 in development, which, ugh, no. I didn't uh, have a sequel, but the first one was just mid, super mid. Yeah, uh, the second one is, is more mid. <laughs> yeah, if it, it would be completely, utterly, totally not worth wasting a minute of your time with. Yeah, it's it's completely a red box movie, <laughs> 5 out of 10. Kind of. <laughs> Still don't see it. You're, it's not like there's not other better Harrison Ford movies to watch. Yeah. Hey, Harrison Ford is fantastic in drinking Apple TV Plus comedy. That's great, great show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. agree. He, yeah. Apple, uh, Apple Plus. Hey, there's a lot of good stuff on Apple Plus. So. He's good in 1923 as well on Paramount Plus. Uh, John, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Secret Life of Pets movies? I... The only time I've thought about it is when you said, what is your thoughts on Secret Life of Pets movie? <laughs> so I, I remember seeing the first one in the theater when my daughter was super young. Uh, it was okay. Uh, she was happy, but she was, you know, eight or something. Um, never saw the second one. And, I'm, you know, I won't be watching the third one, I'm sure. I just, yeah. I, I, I'm tired of the multiple sequels on the animated stuff that, Quite frankly, the first one wasn't even that great. Now, Shrek, Shrek is different, Shrek, and you guys were right. Shrek, it was a game changer when that first one came out because it was one of those things where, as an adult, you watched it and you laughed at stuff your kids didn't get, and then two minutes later, your kids were laughing at something that was funny for them too. Like they meshed that perfectly, mm-hmm. and and it just tailed off. And got, I saw the second one; it was eh, and then I didn't even bother with the other ones. But um, and Pixar has done some of that really well at times too. Toy Stories and things like that, but um, mm-hmm. I, I would, I'd rather just some. There's got to be more ideas out there, <laughs> you know. There's just, there just has to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I blame the public 
on some of this because um, Minions, really, I mean, because the first Despicable Me movie, I love it. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they took the wrong lesson from it and just cranked out Minion after Minions. I mean, they're like the lowest common denominator of the Smurfs. <laughs> Minion, Minion, Minions 2 was a decent movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's like they, they took what should be supporting side characters that became huge and popular ant memes, and now it's just like a multi-billion dollar franchise because of... I mean, it's the face of the company, of Illumination. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day, we're just not the market, and if there is a market for them, good, good for them for being able to find it, but... I, I don't think it's the gentleman on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I mean, <laughs> but I, I, mean I still want to see with him. Yeah, so you're you're the problem. You don't want to see him, and you still go. <laughs> well, hey, I, I already watched it for the review. I did the review. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, the podcast is coming to an end. I don't have to see another Minion movie. I didn't even <laughs> end it, even care about Hotel Transylvania franchise anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and then <laughs> we're new. That, that's another good example where the first one was kind of unique and fun, but then it just was like that. I, I was good with that one. I'd rather go wa- back and watch that one every couple years than continue with new ones. Mm-hmm. Right now, now, here's another sequel that you might be looking forward to. Sing Three is in development. Oh, oh my! Uh, yeah, Adolf, you're killing us, man. Come on. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't get mad at me for reporting the news. It's not my fault. <laughs> don't don't shoot the messenger, right? Right. Okay. We've all died and gone to hell, right? <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting close. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Sing 2. I reviewed Sing 2. Hey, I'm, I'm buying the bullet on some of these crap movies. So I, I reviewed Minions 2. I reviewed Sing 2. I reviewed uh, Gods of Egypt. I reviewed a lot of crap for this website. <laughs> My first movie here was A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Oh, man. You have our sympathy. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the fact that, that you state says something about your honor or your intelligence. I'm not sure which. Boredom. Uh, Absolute. So, uh, and also, think what was I don't remember if it was my next movie or, but then there was the Nutcracker. Uh, oh. All right. So, seeing three. Um, I, I guess I'm the only one here that saw that movie, right? Seeing two, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I never got a 3D screening. Um, the three was really good. The 3D was really really good. Um, now the movie is, is okay-ish. I mean, I think gave it a six. I think, uh, our, uh, previous editor, uh, James gave the first one a seven, which the first one was actually not bad. I actually liked the first one. The second one was, it was good, fun, but I don't know how the hell they make a third one out of this. They really are stretching for ideas here. Um, so yeah, Sting 3, I'm not excited for that at all. Um, all right, let's keep going here. There's going to be a new Harry Potter TV show on HBO Max. No, wait, not HBO Max, just the Max channel. Ugh. God, I hate that name. Yeah, why Why would they name the company of a channel that already exists? There is Cinemax. That's what people just call that. I, what are they doing? Yeah. All right. I mean, after Grinch's dog, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, and what does everyone know Cinemax for? For Skinemax, right? Like yeah. the... Yeah. 
Like, why would? How could they not think of these things? I don't understand. HBO is the most popular, respected streaming channel. It is when people say HBO, they think quality. Of course, yeah. It's an ass, but they do think quality tits an ass. <laughs> Thank you, Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, we want, yeah. we want, we want a, we want a good script with our nudity. Come on. So, so do you think Harry Potter TV show will have to? Be? Oh yeah. Her mighty is gonna be topless. <laughs> I think uh, Warner Brothers is doing this because they're either gonna sell off HBO because it's the most valuable asset they own. Or they're going to force people to have to subscribe to HBO and Max separately. Well, uh, it, it's a combination of Dis, uh, Discovery and like Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So am I the only one that likes the idea of the Harry Potter thing? Uh, okay, I do kind of like the idea because the books do have a lot of content that had to cut down to make movies. Now, I, I, is this going to connect to the movies or is this going to be its own thing? I don't know. I hope it's its own thing. It, it, it's a whole fresh start. Yeah, That's my understanding is each season is going to be a book. Yeah, so th- that yes. could be that could have a and, lot of potential, actually. I, right, but it could also just go to shit. Yeah, I mean, if if they do it at the quality of the Thrones show... Would, would that not be awesome? Oh, that'd yeah. be incredible. Oh, yeah. It'd be game changer for uh, family entertainment. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it if they actually go that direction. Hopefully that's what they do. But that's, I mean, you're talking investment beyond. I know, and, and Dazzloff is in charge. Yeah, yeah. which is, uh, yeah. They're going right. to have, each season will be seven episodes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, and I mean, after the first two books, the books get pretty in depth and and long. So, like, can they? How can they afford that? Is my question. Uh, yeah. it, like, it, it, like they should just play it season by season instead of like, hey, we got seven seasons already in the can. Like, don't do that. Well, you know, this is Warner Brothers, the same people that made The Hobbit into three damn movies. <laughs> so, you know, is the season going to be 24 episodes so they can stretch this shit out? <laughs> or, Probably. Or do you go the direction of, um, you know, in the last, the last movie, they're sending their children off to Hogwarts? That's a better idea. That's a good idea. So could, could you not take it in that direction? Absolutely, um, yes. And be about their children, but... Do they have the story? Again, you're talking same kind of budget stuff, though, regardless of the direction you go. So it becomes, it, yeah, it becomes interesting to see where the balance is there with the, the cost to the return. I mean, and I don't trust JK with that, writing any of this crap because, um, yeah, the Fantastic Beast movies. She, she is were, an executive producer on uh, this. So. Yeah, yeah, she's involved. She's involved, yes. I did like the Fantastic Beast movies, but they were never great. None of them were great. No, they, she can't be writing the scripts. She 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 doesn't do well with that. But I think the, from the story base, um, they should have her involvement. Yeah, so. yeah. But like, if she's going to be involved to casting to minute details, it's gonna uh, it's gonna spell trouble. Yeah, a lot of unhappy fanboys and girls. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's keep going here. Uh, so we talked about Booster Gold before. We have a potential person that wants to be Booster Gold. Um, 
Chris Pratt said that he's interested in being Star-Lord if they want him, but he's also be happy to work in DC and potentially wants to be Booster Gold. How would you like Chris Pratt as Booster Gold? I'm game. Sure. I, I don't know who Booster Gold is. Uh, he is scumbag time traveling here. He's a, he's a time tra- he's a guy who stole time travel tech and became a superhero to make money. Not ringing any bells. <laughs> yeah, I I think he's I, a character. His best run is the Wahaha Justice League. Yes, he's a funny he's character. A yeah, and scams. Oh my god, they were beautiful. Well, if if it gets if it gets Chris Pratt out of animated movies, so be it. Yeah, yeah. A Booster's one of those muscular guys, so he's going to have to hit the gym again. Yeah, I mean, I think the Pratt uh, Ryan Reynolds personality is perfect for Booster Gold, but I don't know that I want Chris Pratt in another similar kind of thing fra- franchise. I just yeah. wish. They had got their shit together with Booster and Beetle to do it when Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudor would have been young enough to do the characters as written. Yeah. Because they would have yeah. been perfect. If, if they go Pratt, to me, then they are nervous. Yeah. Because yeah. it really should be cast with somebody younger. When, uh, you're, when you're looking at, hey, we're going to make a, a franchise out of this character, you know, Pratt's getting too old, quite frankly. Um, to yeah. be able to carry a franchise for the next 10, 15 years. But he does have the personality for it, and, and he can get jacked up when he wants to, but um, that's that's only negative to me. But he, he would fit the part right now. Problem is the future, future it hurts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then he would be good, because, I mean, if you're going to have a Booster Gold movie, you really need to have um, Ted Cord. Yeah, I tell you who could do it is that that Glenn Powell from uh, Top Gun Maverick. Um, okay. You know who I mean? Miles. Not Miles Teller, but the other one who's kind of the smart-ass one. Uh, he was the one that you mentioned at Devotion when we were talking yes. about Jonathan Majors. The yeah, he, guy. He, yeah, he's got that look, smile, kind of, you know, has that attitude, um, and he certainly can get jacked up. Um, he might be young enough, too, to pull it off. But Ooh, I like uh, Zach Braff from uh, Scrubs. I think he'll be a lot of fun. Wait, he's, he's like in his 50s, though. Yeah, yeah, he's too old. But still, I, I like him. <laughs> oh, uh, that, if we're going to get that old, just go with Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudor, because they would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, they would. They still would be. They're just too old, right? Yeah. Yeah, but for what they're probably looking for. I mean, um... Uh, I don't know how younger audiences respond to them, or, or I don't know if there's any nostalgia for them. All right, uh, keep going here on, on on Marvel news potential. Chris Evans says he's interested in potentially returning as uh, as uh, Rogers, uh, Captain America, or original Captain America, but he's he's open to the idea, but he isn't sure when or how to do it. Do you got do you guys got Chris Evans come back or nah? Uh, this is yeah. uh, he's negotiating for a good payday for Secret Wars. Mm. Probably the same thing for uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, I mean, and with the the multiverse stuff, they can they can make that happen to some degree. But um, I they're they're putting a lot of people and money into the new Cap movie. Um, you know, they're bringing people back from uh, Incredible Hulk. 
Uh, so I just I find it hard to believe they would just go back in that direction. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, and then they just kind of cut Frank Grillo uh, loose because I mean that's it's the that's the newest li- big um, what they call defection from Marvel to uh, DC. But hey, they killed off Crossbones, which was a shame. Yeah, I'm such a character. So um, I yeah. I, I like John's idea here that he's trying to uh, bait them to give more money for to be a cameo. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think this is all about. Oh, I'm thinking about it. You know, that's kind of Hollywood speak for put another zero on that check. Yeah. All right. Um, let's keep going here. Now, Gunn has talked about briefly that, you know, pe- superhero fatigue, is that a thing? I think it is a thing. I think he also kind of said that you have a lot of options and I, I think that is where you really could do interesting stuff. If you go wild and you don't have, not all of them have to be the same kind of superhero movie. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Superheroes have now, because of technology and interest, I think have become a genre like Westerns. Yep. And it'll flow in Because there was a time uh, Hollywood cranked out Westerns in an insane amount, much more insane than they do superhero movies. Yeah, and the, yeah. In the fifties and sixties, the westerns were superhero movies, and then you know, in the, you still got westerns in the seventies, but they weren't out as much, and they had changed quite a bit too. Um, mm-hmm. oh, and Clint Eastwood uh, changed the western forever when he went to Italy. I mean, right. when his movie came back; they changed westerns. Americans audiences did not want to see John Wayne style westerns anymore. They wanted to see these bloody, sexy things. Coming out of Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a, hey, we don't want to see average to bad movies anymore. You know, and yeah. that's kind of where they've gotten to, unfortunately. Not just DC, but Marvel as well. They've gotten average. Uh, and and they were great. They were, you know, questionably Oscar-nominated films of the year type <laughs> movies. Um, and they dropped off. And, and I don't know, like Spider-Man No Way From Home, I really enjoyed. But it wasn't as good as as like Infinity War or Endgame, in my opinion, as far as no. the quality of movie. There was great nostalgia there. It pulled at your heartstrings really well. But that you know they they just they hit a peak, and it's hard to keep at that level. Um, and and with the internal rumblings, change in, in management and stuff like that, I think they're just going through a, an adjustment period here. And hopefully, well, well, Disney, well, Disney also has a habit of just throw as many out there as you can and make the most for your buck instead of like, eh, we'll just do one a year or two a year. It's like three or four. And it just, yeah. So they did, other studios are doing the same thing. They did the exact same thing with star Wars. They rushed stuff out, quality dropped. Mm-hmm. And now that as they've calmed down, I don't know if you guys watched Andor, but Andor was really good. Um, had strong quality. Uh, and it seems like the plan that, that they announced at celebration uh, these past couple of weeks for Star Wars, if they've realized it and they're they're slowly moving ahead with a plan, thankfully, and hopefully that quality will be there moving forward with that as well. Okay, um, we got confirmation that the new Transformers movie is a 3D movie by seeing yep. it as an actual, you know, 3D trailer in front of Mario. Awesome, cool. Yes, good Not, 3D there. Yeah, uh, we got to see the Barbie. 
new t- trailer, which I don't know if that's a 3D movie or not, but it looks crazy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. What I thought was funny is my my screening of Mario Brothers, kids were harder at beat off than the adults. Laughing well, got what? What? The beat off joke. Oh, 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 beat off joke. Okay, yeah. <laughs> funny masturbation joke. You know, like, you know, we're, we're going to have a beach office. Nobody's beaching off anybody. And the kids were laughing harder than the adults at my screening. So the kids, so you know, all these people have been complaining about that trailer, saying it's way too adult. Shouldn't have had it in front of Mario. No, kids understood it. Yeah. And had no. I mean, I think I think the, the, the problem is kids shouldn't really understand <laughs> what <Yeah>. that is. <laughs> yeah, but the kids, I mean, I mean, I thought I had it rough because I had to take atomic uh, bomb uh, drills in school. Today, kids, I mean, are having. Well, we we got we had school shootings, yeah. So they're having to grow up a lot faster than even we did. Yeah, and it sucks, but it's the reality. Yeah. Well, the prolish proliferation of the internet also uh-huh. helps with that. Yeah. Yeah, they actually have they actually have they have access to full on porn, not just National Geographic. <laughs> and, and not just squiggles on a, a scrambled team. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. what do you guys think of Barbie? It looks pretty crazy. <laughs> I hope it's as good oh. as it looks. <laughs> I had yeah. my doubt. I mean I mean Birdwig's a really good director. Uh, she looks like she's uh, kind of taken taken Barbie and made like a Lego type movie out of it, which is going to yeah. be awesome if if it lives up to its trailer. Yeah, Noah Baumbach, her boyfriend or partner, uh, also co-wrote the movie with Greta Gerwig. So I hope it's as well written as like Marriage Story or uh, like Little Women is, you know. Uh, John, what do you... They have, like, you can do your own selfie yeah. with the bar logo and stuff. People come up with stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not overly interested in, in a Barbie movie, but the creative people behind it are is what interests me, the people you were just talking about and the quality oh, of stuff yeah. they've done before. And, and if they've brought... If, if, if Mattel has truly, or whoever finance the whole thing truly let them bring their creative uh talents to it then i think it could be really really something i'm just glad it wasn't it's not amy schuber as it was originally cast of five years ago <laughs> that was awful casting yeah all right uh what else you want to say jake about it that would have been awful kind of like having julia roberts play uh harriet tedman <laughs> uh, okay, okay, let's keep going here. We've got two more things. Uh, so, I originally, originally said, oh, the Mario made $500 million in a week. Nope, it made 600 and change million in a week. So, it is on track to make a billion in two weeks. <laughs> I hope so. Hmm. So, it is a huge <laughs> monster. <laughs> it's the biggest grossing uh, uh, video, video game, game movie Already, and it'll probably yeah, take. It's I mean, it. it shattered. 
the video game movie curse. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So it is a monster out there, and it is, I really enjoyed the movie, but we'll get to that in the spoiler yeah. cast. But yeah, it, it's incredible how much people like this movie and how much money it's made. I don't think Nintendo was prepared for this and or Illumination, but to a degree, I also think they were planning on this because you see the toys everywhere now as well. <laughs> yeah. John? I think there's no doubt that Mario is the most popular character on Earth. Oh, God, did you just say Mario? Oh, God. <laughs> That's well, as I told you guys off offline, I, I haven't seen it yet, but the, the trailers I love. The animation looks great, so... Oh, it is. I look forward to, to listening to your, your review when it's posted. All right. Let's uh, end things here with the last trailer, the big trailer here, I guess. The Marvels has got a teacher trailer, and uh, it's the most disliked teacher trailer. I actually like it a lot, though. What do you got? Yeah, it's it's uh-huh. better than the, uh, the, the Captain Marvel movie already, just based on how fun it looks. Mm-hmm. And Miss yeah, Marvel? Yeah, it looks like this. This looks like it's not a stealth uh, biography. Looks like it's not a stealth movie about Nick Fury. It's actually about Captain Marvel. Yeah, it looked better than what I anticipated, to be honest with you. And um, I mean, Marvel's going to need a kind of a lighthearted side to it with Guardians leaving and Ant Man probably not coming back for a single adventure. So maybe, maybe this is it. I don't know. Um, they really portrayed Captain Marvel as a hard ass in Endgame, um, so it's kind of nice to see the more playful side. Um, so it looks it, it looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. It looks fun. I don't know why. I mean, I, I know why. The reason why is obvious. You know, misogyny and, and sexism. But it, it looks like a fun movie. It, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so disliked and hated because. There's three main female characters. Oh my god, and one of them is a Muslim. Oh, so stupid. The hate for this movie. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. Like, if it's enjoyable, it's enjoyable. Who cares about that? I don't get that. Oh. Well, or, you know, racism well, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the, 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 a black captain, a black female Captain Marvel has been in the comics for what, since the 70s, Jake, or early 80s, right? 70s. Yeah, I mean, she was part of the Avengers going back to the the late seventies. That's not anything new to our time. Yeah. So, I, I guess they don't know that. But I mean, that well, they don't care. Haters yeah. gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. I mean, when I read the Avengers in the eighties, that's who the Captain Marvel was in the Avengers. You know, mm-hmm. so they can scream all too. But the Captain Marvel movie made a billion dollars. I mean, yeah, like, and and that wasn't even one of the better Marvel movies. <laughs> it was yeah, one of the worst. <laughs> but it hit a niche that was well. Audiences wanted a female superhero movie. I just, I it kind of sucks that Wonder Woman didn't hit a billion dollars because that's a way better movie than Captain Marvel ever yeah. could be. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, I think my, I think my only, I would rather have. I, they keep injecting these young kids into some of this stuff. They did it with uh, Black Panther as well. That feels forced to me, and maybe I didn't. I didn't watch uh, Miss Marvel on on uh, Disney Plus, so maybe I'm missing out on Wait, that character. Yeah, on that character. But um, I, I hope that I hope that's okay. I'll leave it at that. 
I mean, I love her reaction in this and how she reacts very realistically, uh, you know, with both of her in space screaming, yeah, I'll be screaming too. And then seeing a cat do what he did, and yeah, I'll be screaming too. <laughs> yeah. And delivery was I'm awesome. Not, <clears throat> I liked it in Hawkeye on that uh, Disney Plus show. I liked the, the young uh, female lead in that. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's as good as that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I want there to be a Hawkeye season two where the greatest enemy is a snowplow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> so so cool, man. He was he was he was saving his nephew's life. Come on, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> and that's how we're gonna wrap up this podcast. Jesus, please. <laughs> Damn it, Jake! You, Jake. <laughs> I mean, we're going to wrap up this podcast talking about sexism and racism and hate anyway <laughs> with this movie, but whatever. Uh, I mean, look, it, it looks fun. It looks like a fun movie. And I really think, I, I was, you know, like John said, uh, the first Brie Larson was in, in first Captain Marvel. She was so stiff. And she looks like yeah. she's relaxed here. She looks like she's having a good time. And it looks like it's a fun, light movie. I don't know why. It, you know, it's just having a Muslim, a woman, and a black woman, you know, three women, and it's just too much for some people to handle. Which is like, no, it shouldn't be. It's it's fun. Yeah. And it looks better than I could have imagined, considering that you, everyone says, everyone agrees, the first Captain Marvel was very bad. It was not terrible, but it was just meh. Yeah. So, I don't know what the hell the villain is, what's going on with that, but okay, I'm fine. I'm game. Like, I don't even know who the villain is in uh, Guardians 3, so, I mean, it's fair. Well, Adam, Adam Warlock, I think, is going to be the villain for part of it. But, yeah. yeah, my guess is he turns around by the end and is a uh, teammate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the kind of Guardians... Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I love the scene, you know, when they first show the gherkin and the cat, and then later on they show in the trailer a whole bunch of cats going down the staircase, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I know what that's going to happen, and it's like the first time you see a, a bunch of cats going, uh, kittens, I think it were, going down a staircase, and you know it's going to be a terrible scene after that. <laughs> yeah. So much death. It's going to be like in Guardians 2 with that flying arrow and it's just killing everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> Alright, well, I guess we do... I'm going to make sure this doesn't end on a weird, racist, hateful note. Um, we do got another 3D Blu-ray release news. Alright. Um, from the good people at 3D Film Archive. Um... This is, what is it called? Oh, where is it at? I know I'm not logged in Facebook. Go away. Um, but yeah, there's a new film that they're talking about. Uh, where is it? Imperfect Spectrum? No. I guess maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe I said it in a bad way. I mean, Monster, Robot Monster recently came out. Does anyone know about that movie? It's like from the 50s, ain't it? Yeah. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Classic Jake, you know about that? Only here, only uh, you're going in oh. and out, so I didn't. Uh, is is it Prison Girls you're thinking about? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it comes out June twenty seventh. 
from yeah. Cheeto Lorber. Yep. <laughs> By Ed Wood. Yeah. No, it should be. It says uh, Tom De Simone. Not familiar with only Prison Girls movie I'm familiar with from the 70s is uh, directed by Ed Wood. Yeah, this one came out in 73. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the art for that Prison Girls is quite not at all suggestive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's a 3D release, dang it. <laughs> a bunch of 3D uh, movies that they've been quietly trying to raise money to um, get restored because they know a lot of 3D fans are kind of prudish. Yeah, but hey, I mean, we got we also got uh, like Seek Two and uh, Minions Two and the Bad Guys coming out on 3D Blu-ray as well, which is awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bad Guys on is a must-have. Okay, okay. Yes. Here's the one: The Man Who Wasn't There 3D, 1983. This is oh, is about. that probably coming 3D? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, Steve Goldberg. Oh. Yes. Nice. <laughs> got some stuff. That that's gonna have uh, to be busted. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, had some nice 3D. It, like it had an interesting filming process with the 3D because it was done with one camera, but it was a lens that split the film in half essentially. So it was kind of uh -huh. interesting 3D filmmaking technique. But I'm interested to see how it is on 3D. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to look better than um, the split lenses that people were using to make 3D movies on uh, videotape. I don't know if you've seen any of those really low-budget, softcore um, 3D movies that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah, I was like a teenager. Oh, <laughs> no, some of them are worth picking up. I mean, the movies are like lo-fi. Look like they were filmed on a budget of a thousand dollars, but the right. 3D is really good. No, I haven't seen those. John, have you and seen this? You can this? probably pick. Like, no, I have not. You can probably pick them up for under five bucks a piece. Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah, when I upgraded my uh, DVDs to Blu-ray, I got them for like two bucks each. Hmm. So, it's a, a comedy directed by Bruce Malmuth, starring Steve Gutenberg. I mean, I, I remember the movie, but I don't remember ever seeing it in 3D in the theater or anything like that. Yeah, it was like, it was a huge flop at the box office. And it, like, I think it rarely released in theaters. Yeah, the only reason I saw it in 3D is because at the time I was living in Atlanta. Because it did not... Most people I know, they, it never even played near them in 3D. Yeah. Kind of okay. Okay. Well, that's that's something cool. That's coming out soon. Uh, the summer, I think it is, or this year. So. Yeah. All right. I guess that's a something different to end the show on. Uh, yeah. And the last podcast going to have Steve Gutenberg in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, we covered a, a gambit of stuff. You know, Prison Girls, uh, Boucher Gold, and Moana, and Trolls, and... Racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saving all the... Fixing all the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We do. We try our best. <laughs>
Alright, that's going to be it for Death 3D Show 116. Uh, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, See everybody. everybody. Bye, folks. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, MK Ultra, Kevin Winter, Alex Folk, and Gravity Head Zero for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.